0: Welcome to the Perfect Gentleman Podcast. I am Zach Falken, Barfield 1PG, and with me, as always, is the dapper, the delightful, the charming Mr. James Marwood. How are you, sir?
1: I'm very well, Zach. I've, of all the things I've missed, those intros, I think, have been have been the, the, the hardest one for my ego to live with.
0: <laughs> it's good to be back, my friend. We have to apologise to our listeners. Let's start with the apology. It's been a year. It has. An extended hiatus. So we apologise profusely. We'll tell you why in various different formats. We are back regularly. We'll be once a week. We'll tell you what's going on with The Perfect Gentleman as we go. So, James, how have you been for the year? What's been on your Plate. i changed jobs i had quite a dramatic
1: change of change of well not, not of career but up until pretty much this time last year i had been freelance for nearly eight years and i had never expected to join another company but i have i've joined a little boutique consultancy so there were some guys i was working alongside on a contract we got to talking we we were a very good fit for each other so they offered me a job and along with that i'm also now back in london so new job new city or new old city i was living in southwest london i'm now in southeast london which i think makes me quite trendy and hip are you trendy and hip james i maybe can pretend i live somewhere trendy and hip i don't think i really (laughs) quite can pull the rest off a lot's changed on the sort of living arrangements work stuff everything else is largely the same how about yourself zach
0: been a long year personally like you moved back into london done a few more bits and bobs along the way and life has changed a little bit but uh, happy to be back in London it's sort of we had a sort of hiatus of the perfect gentleman which we'll talk about in a second it's been a, a good year but a sort of busy year done a lot more lecturing and sort of had a few health issues and so on and so forth but all tickety boo now splendid well i'm glad to hear it and yes, and i'm in southeast london not too far away from you so i i we're, we're trying to be trendy i think that's probably it Yes, yeah. Where will the cool kids
1: live? We're not quite in Shoreditch. We are at least on the on the east side of the city.
0: Does that mean that we have to grow a hipster beard and turn vegan? Possibly. Well, funnily enough,
1: the vegans thing we could maybe talk about. Um, I haven't turned vegan, but a few friends of mine have, and I, and I think it's really interesting. Yes. But I have grown a beard not a big hipster beard just a neatly trimmed one it was a compromise because I really wanted to grow a ridiculous handlebar moustache again Duchess vetoed that so we compromised on a beard
0: and how is the Duchess?
1: she's very well she's busy her work is doing very well making clothes and costumes and things like that that's all going swimmingly she's loving being back in London you know she's got friends here which is great and I think being back in a big city is more her style than being in a little village
0: it's Samuel Johnson isn't it you're tired of London you're tired of life absolutely you know it's good to go to the theater easily go to the musicals go to events and things and be be able to do things with ease and not worry so much about having to get home or staying down or whatever. I think it's a good thing.
1: Even odd little things that sort of catch you out. Like uh, when we first moved into our current place, we didn't have the kitchen set up and uh, we'll, we'll just get some food delivered. We're both really tired. Fired up, I think, Just Eat or one of those apps. And if I did that back in the little village in Durham, I'd have four or five choices in Southeast London over 500 choices an incredible array of food so i was able to sort of very quickly get colombian i hope it's delivered i don't even think there is anywhere in the northeast that sells those it was a real treat very good sir very good we've
0: sort of caught up and i'm sure we'll uh, talk more about all the things that have happened to us in the last year uh, as we go along and the perfect gentleman podcast restarts i I'm, I'm going to just give you a brief update about what's been happening and why we sort of took such a long break. A couple of things. We were trying to decide what to do with The Perfect Gentleman, as you know. We were looking at some potential purchases of The Perfect Gentleman and we had conversations with that and went on and on and on and eventually uh, disappeared. Uh, And we decided that we should continue with The Perfect Gentleman and uh, try and make it a little bit better and change it up a bit as well. And I think one thing with that,
1: Zach, you know, it's, it's important that, you know, the perfect gentleman stands for something. It has meaning. Anybody who is going to join in or buy it or anything like that has to be really committed to the same sort of values. And that's where I think regardless of how we change or how we progress and as we as we improve and as we start adding a few new new options and ways for people to engage, those values stay the same.
0: We did have conversations with one potential purchaser and they just weren't a right fit for the brand and, and I wasn't willing to compromise the brand's values by selling it to someone who would change them. A Legacy is a, a very big word but um, the perfect gentleman does have a bit of legacy for me and I don't want those as you say those values to change as we go forward.
1: That's really important that was one of the reasons you know why, why in my professional life I went freelance and why I was turned down a few offers over the years to join different companies. And it was only really when I when I got with the the, the guys I'm with now, if you absolutely have to make money, and you need to put food on the table, then you sometimes have to compromise those things. But If you're in a position where you don't, especially when you own the work that you're doing and it's your name behind it, it's your integrity really that drives it, it's important to stick to those values, I think.
0: The values matter. It's very interesting we talk about values in today's current world where values are somewhat tenuous.
1: Well, that's maybe something we can talk about in one of the later episodes because I've been recruiting and bringing some people in to join our company in London, especially younger people, and I've been really positively impressed, gobsmacked. In, in, to give it a technical term, by how strong the values and ethics of some of the, the the young people I've met, some of whom I've hired, some of whom I haven't. If the young guys I've been talking to who are looking to start their career are an indication, things could be looking pretty good for us generally.
0: That's an interesting thought. I mean, on the flip side of that, I would say that having lectured <laughs> to a lot yes. of people in those age groups, yes. I would say somewhat sometimes the opposite. I think it depends what you define as as values and what we we talk about i also think the people that are applying for those jobs would generally have a certain particular set of of values
1: that's generally true when you you know when you're explicit about what you care about and what you what's important to you and what you want from life you tend to find that that attracts people who who have similar similar views to you that's a good thing i'm feeling quite upbeat at the moment about things i know i know various Political and social situations are not great at the moment, and we'll probably have a lot of static around that for the next few years. But in general, I think there's quite a lot happening to be positive about.
0: We shall save all of our big topics for further uh, podcast episodes. Though, as we always say, perfect gentlemen, we don't do politics. It's the only thing we don't do. I think that's fair. First of all, as you're listening to this, the podcast is back. James and I will be hosting most of them, but we'll start to shake things up a bit more. We'll have some guest hosts on a more frequent basis. We'll be bringing back uh, Liam Morgan from Toronto, we'll be bringing back Brian Sheridan from America, Paul Ernst from Switzerland, and we'll be adding in new co-hosts as we go across the year, just so you don't always have to listen to my and James' ramblings all the time.
1: <laughs> I am working on rambling less.
0: <laughs> well, Both of us, my friend, both of us. The next thing is the Perfect Gentleman blog is back. Our first post is up. So if you go on theperfectgentleman.tv, we have a new website, which is slowly just coming together. There are bits and bobs getting developed all the time. You can find all the podcasts on their historical ones and the blog is back. Certainly myself and James and a few other people will be contributing to that as we go forward. And also we'll be doing a few more videos. So you'll have to look at our YouTube channel and our Facebook channel, those will be the places that you'll find video content that we will be doing. And initially it will just be me talking to the camera or James talking to the camera or whoever else is around there talking to cameras. We might do a bit of outside wandering around shopping tips and things like that. You'll have to see what we're doing by going onto our Facebook page, which is The Perfect Gentleman, or um, our YouTube channel, which you can link through via the website. We will be doing a few more things, James. During the podcast, at at least once a month, we will do some product reviews, either things that you've suggested our lovely listeners or perhaps things that we've come across things that we like be quite random to start with we'll also feature products so if the particular product that james or i or someone else really loves and wants to sort of ramble about for five ten minutes we will do that where we're talking about
1: things we'll probably mostly talk about things that we think are really good because that's more interesting and more fun but people can't buy that so if we say something's good it's because we think it's good and we've used it and we trust it. Sometimes there may be things that people, that the companies have asked us to look at and consider and we'll make that clear. But if Zach or I give a positive review or a positive opinion of something, that's our real opinion. You can't purchase that from us. So you can trust that.
0: Very true. We're not bribable.
1: (laughs) In certain circumstances, I can be talked into doing a lot of DIY with the right amount of food, but really if there's only the Duchess has an interest in that.
0: (laughs) I can be bribed to be talking to anyone if someone buys me a cigar. (laughs) And we will tell people if the company has supplied a product to us. Initially, I think we're just going to buy stuff or do stuff that we've already encountered.
1: So I have a few things, actually, that
0: I'm quite looking forward to telling some people about. Absolutely. And we generally, if there's something negative to say, we will say something negative we don't like to say lots of negative things on the perfect gentleman but we will occasionally give constructive feedback to uh, products and services that we come across Featured products were things that we always love. We are both big fans of things like shirt stays. And...
1: Funnily enough, I had to replace my shirt stays a couple of weeks ago. I had a look around to see what was on the market. The same best option is the same best option. It's the sharpened dapper guys, But we'll talk about those in a bit more detail maybe in a couple of weeks. We can
0: talk lovingly about sh- shirt stays, which
1: amuses <laughs> uh, my baby frequently. And mine. Although her current topic of much amusement, which if anyone follows me on Facebook will have seen, is I was given an Inverness cloak. Oh, I saw that. I'm so happy with it. And it's 1980s, beautifully made. It was a a relative who had it made and then wore it a couple of times. And and it's been in in storage, sadly, ever since. And it is so much fun. And it looks great. And it feels great. And it's impossible not to stride about in it. But apparently, it is absolutely hilarious when I wear it, at least according to my other half. You know, 140 people on Facebook disagree. She thinks it's hilarious.
0: I have to say, I loved it. I saw it on Facebook and I loved it. I'm a little bit jealous of it, I have to
1: say. It got its first proper outing uh, today because it was the weather for it. It's been wet and windy and cold today in London. So a tweed suit and an Inverness cloak over the top saw me perfectly warm.
0: Oh, the next thing to do is take up a pipe.
1: Well, I'm, I'm refraining from tobacco. Are you, are you vaping? I out? am vaping, yes. Yeah, so I'm still vaping. I've knocked the cigars on the head. I was very kindly given some very old and rather special... Cigarettes, Just a couple from the 1950s, I believe. Oh, wow. That was a bit special, but I do enough unhealthy things that cutting out tobacco is a relatively easy thing for me to do. At least it allows me to feel slightly better about myself when I'm eating bacon sandwiches
0: or not going to the gym. You can get a vape that's shaped as a pipe. And,
1: funnily enough, I have one. It's in storage, but perhaps I should take it out.
0: Especially with the invalid
1: Yes. There's a very good book called Reflected Glory, which is a biography of, well, it's a story of four guys going through the Royal Marines. And one of them relays a time when they were in Northern Ireland trying to deal with, with very angry people in, in the writing. And one of the tactics that worked well was a, a, a very grizzled and effective old Marine sergeant who, whenever anyone tried to argue with him, would, would nod thoughtfully and listen to them for as long as it took for him to pack his pipe and prep it and light it. And by that time, they'd always talked themselves out and calmed down a bit. It's very difficult to be ridiculously
0: angry with a man smoking a pipe. It's a very good tactic. I was talking about this just the other day. Pipe smoking, I'm not quite used to it. I've done it a few times. That level of uh, ponderousness and time-taking is particular with a pipe. And you do feel that you've got to ponder the meaning of existence when you take on a pipe.
1: That can be an early recommendation there. I'm not going to recommend people smoke tobacco, but that book, uh, Reflected Glory, it's quite old now, so you might only get it secondhand, written by a guy called Carney Lake, C-A-R-N-E-Y. It's a really interesting, vivid, fun description of
0: being in the Marines during the 80s. We shall put that in the show notes for people to find. I shall shall be adding that to my wish list. So what else is going on? We'll do some more interviews with uh, ladies and gentlemen, who are in the Perfect Gentleman space, whether that's makers of products or just people that we find interesting and inspiring. That's all the content side of stuff. We are launching this month, the Perfect Gentleman Academy. So we have decided to put all our courses and all our information online and digitally very exciting i'm looking forward to seeing how this
1: shapes up i know we've talked about it quite a lot there's so much good material there people are going to get a lot out of it
0: i hope so we're launching it um this month with the first course will be the stylish gentleman course we will be launching that on various webinars during the week if you want to go on the website there will be a link to the webinars which we'll be launching explaining what we do and giving you some tips and tricks along the way we are packing it with content so the stylish gentleman is actually 10 blocks of courses covering everything from the basics actually from color and form and fit and what body shape you are all the way through to choosing particular clothing for particular events and how to shop and how to pick a suit and would we'll cover everything that you could possibly imagine in the stylish gentleman world a lot of video a lot of pdfs a lot of information we will put through it but it's not going to be easy we'll challenge you you have to pass each quiz as we go through. So there's no easy sliding. I follow a number of blogs online and I've read a lot around this and often the sorts of
1: things that are suggested are sort of in that traditional men's magazine, view of spend three thousand pounds on these two shirts spend a two months salary on this suit and you'll look great this season this is more about long-lasting style at a reasonably affordable price point
0: yeah absolutely as we've always discussed on the podcast and over gentleman we don't care about your background or what how much money you've got in your wallet style is not about that style is about the fundamentals of it so we will teach you everything from how to purchase uh, an off-the-peg suit from any high 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 street retailer um, and what to look for and what to choose all the way up to going to best poke if your budget can afford it and everything in between and that's the same with footwear and accessories and all that sort of stuff absolutely as you well know we do not want to uh, make you purchase two thousand three thousand pounds Suits and shirts, just because we think they're trendy, and then we'll move on from there. And we're going to run romantic gentleman course and the manners and etiquette course and all these sort of things. So it will be the full whack of all the perfect gentleman information as we go across. So uh, excited, James? Yes, really excited about that, Zach. I think
1: especially it's going to be interesting to see how uh, some of our listeners respond to this and and, and what their comments and thoughts are. And especially because I know we've got some really stylish guys who, who listen to the show. I know we've got some people who have strong opinions and you have that their own takes on things, and I'd really like to, to to hear what those guys have got to say.
0: Oh, absolutely! You know, we're about style over anything else, and we will tell every every aspect of style. We're not being uh, prescriptive or um, specific. Uh, we will just tell you what what it is, and and you can adapt it to whatever fits you. And that's kind of the the fundamentals of what we talk about. Always a perfect gentleman. Absolutely. absolutely. And then the next thing we will be launching this month as well, which I'm really excited about, is maybe even a little bit more excited than the Academy, I don't know why, but is the Perfect Gentleman Certified Trainer Program. We looked at doing franchising at the very beginning of the Perfect Gentleman, but we decided that no, we are going to run a certified trainer program. So basically, you can become, uh, as I jokingly refer to it, Jeeves for the modern gentleman. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, and that will cover everything, every aspect of the perfect gentleman. We'll teach you all the stuff that we know, um all the stuff that you would get through the courses but also beyond that sort of higher level stuff, more intricate stuff, plus also how to run a consultancy business in this world and uh, and make you a, a modern Jeeves. We need a few more Jeeves in the world, don't we? James? I think so and I
1: think this is going to be really interesting as well because there's a lot of interest in this kind of stuff and guys of all ages are looking for that kind of of information and that kind of help we can give that and and, and we can help you give that and that will open up so many opportunities for people to help other people with it you know being able to help other men being able to help guys who maybe just need a little bit of a steer and I think that could be a really interesting so lifestyle business for people to to get into
0: oh absolutely and i think for me it's kind of we can't be everywhere sadly not. we physically can't be everywhere and we need people on the ground to influence especially people younger men school age guys and men we need that level of physical interaction with people getting that gentleman message across the world is so vital and i'm passionate about that as you well know indeed yeah so those are the two big things that we're launching i'm really excited about the future of the perfect gentleman me
1: too i think it's going to be a really exciting year for us the listeners and, and, and the people who read the blog and the guys who who comment on the posts and, and, and who are really interested in what we do i think they're going to get a lot out of it i certainly hope so
0: on that note let's uh we're gonna wrap up today's podcast so first of all i've got two shout outs to uh John Bernier and Keaton, or I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Chelmensky, who uh, sent us a lovely email saying, please bring the podcast back. We are back. We are here and we're here to stay. James and I will be always on the line. If you want to drop us an email, please do so. It's enquiries at theperfectgentleman.tv. You can contact us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. They're all the P gentlemen. You can find them on our website, which is theperfectgentleman.tv. You can contact James and me directly on our social media platforms. If you want us, Google us, you'll find us. That's uh, that from us. Uh, We look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to giving you more information and being back on the podcast over the next months and weeks ahead. James, any final thoughts?
1: No, I'm just really excited to start uh, talking again on a regular basis. I've missed our regular conversations and I'm really excited to see what's going to come with the course, with the trainer certifications and, uh, and with the blog as well. And hopefully we'll get some more conversations going with Leah and Brian and
0: others because they're always really fun. They are fun. James, have a fantastic week. I will speak to you next time. Pleasure as always. Sir. And you, my friend. Take care. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by The Perfect Gentleman Group Limited and was edited by Andy Nichol at the Pistachio Palace.